Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Wine Talk for tonight, Wednesday, July 13th, 2011. It's 1 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, to the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. Take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at studentwineguru.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like to at studentwineguru on Twitter and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners globally for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the Internet. If you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, magazines, and TV shows I'm currently a part of. Now, speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo, The Examiner, most industry portals, and Simply the Best Magazine. So look for those. In fact, I'm in the latest issue of Simply the Best magazine, which is a lifestyle magazine available on all newsstands all over the state of Florida. Also, your local Barnes & Noble. Pick up one, check it out. Uh, My most recent article is one on sipping wine. So that should be very interesting. 
My wine articles are also now available on any smartphone. So just download the Hello Vino app, and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. Tonight, I have one of the funniest comedians in the world. You know, I've always wanted to introduce a comedian like that. He's been a stand-up for many years. He's been on Jay Leno, David Letterman, Jimmy Fallon, you know, and all the late-night shows many times. He's back again for his second season of Jerry Seinfeld's hit show on NBC, The Marriage Ref, which is on Sundays. He's also a wine enthusiast. Hmm. The name of this amazing tour de force of comedy, Tom Papa, and he'll be joining us shortly. Of course, the number to call in is 1-646-381-4860, or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions to info at studentwineguru.com, or you can tweet me at, at studentwineguru on Twitter. You can go into my live chat room, get in with all the other wine enthusiasts and uh, Tom Papa followers, and ask me questions from the chat room. And then I will take your questions from there, and I will read them live on the show. Uh, when you tweet a question, uh, just tweet it to at the Wine Guru, and I will give you all the answers to the questions that you have um, instantaneously. That's the beauty of the Internet. It's great, a great thing with social media is that uh, everything's instantaneous. So um, let me make sure that everyone listening knows Tom's website. I can go there for more information about him and where he'll be performing so that you can catch him live. To learn more about Tom Papa, go to www.tompapa.com. And find out, well, everything about Tom Papa. Uh, he has a section called The Latest. You click on that, uh, you'll find all the upcoming uh, shows that he's on. Of course, The Marriage Ref. And um, the uh, radio shows he'll be on that he's doing interviews on. As well as his stand-up schedule. So uh, check that out. We also have his, his bio section, which gives you everything about his bio. And uh, a few other cool things. So if you're a fan of Tom, you definitely want to check out www.tompapa.com and uh, find out everything you ever wanted to know about Tom but were afraid to ask uh, because of the answers that you probably get. Um, just a couple of notes real quick ahead of time before I have Tom join me. Um, upcoming events that are going on. Uh, as I mentioned, I've had some great feedback. I want to thank everybody from Twitter, Facebook, and social media on my new TV gig, NBC's Miami Nonstop Channel. The show is called Nonstop Foodies. And uh, if you're here in Miami, it's on five days a week, five times a day. And I am very proud of this project and being on NBC and NBC television show. So... I think without further wait, uh, let's bring on uh, the man of the hour. Um, and I, what I'd like to do is kind of bring him on as maybe 30 years ago, 
he was introduced, well, he probably wasn't introduced on David Letterman 30 years ago, but I'm going to do it the way David might. Wake the kids, kick the dog, tell the neighbors, it's Tom Papa, everyone. Tom, you there? Hello. Tom. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay, good. Just making sure. So, <laughs> Finally. Yes. I have uh, many questions. Hopefully you have answers. So I'll, try, I'll try to get this right. Um, question for you. So where, who were your earliest comedic influences? Uh, George Carlin and Steve Martin and Bill Cosby were the first ones when I was a kid. And then, okay. uh, and then when I got older, then it started becoming more uh, my boss, Jerry Seinfeld, Sam Kinison, uh, guys like that. But I think the constant, the one constant was always George Carlin because he was, you know, the first time I heard him, I was in third grade. As a third grader, you could be into him because he was silly. But then as you got <laughs> older, you realized he was doing all this other stuff. Uh, more political and there's a little more depth to it, and it, it, it he was just he was really I think the ultimate for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, and to to add to that, just some someone that appreciates, of course, uh, a comedy. I think he was kind of that all. I hate to use the word all purpose, but he covered a lot of different genres. So he, you know, he covered the silly, and then he covered the political. And at times where some of it was acceptable and some of it wasn't. So it was, you know, it, it, he was definitely an iconic, really doesn't um, do it justice, I guess, um, because yeah. I think that. He was just so I don't know if you agree, but. And funny, yeah. you know, I mean, he was just always, always funny. And, you know, like if you like a comedian and they make you laugh, you know, that's it. You're locked in because they just do something to you and. They were just going to be funny, and every time you look at them, you know they're going to give you something. And uh, he was one of those guys. So uh, here's my next question, and this this one I think Jerry's been asked before, but I want to ask you this because I want to get your your weigh-in on this. Are comedians born inherently funny, or can you learn to be funny? I think that – I used to think purely that you have to be born funny, and I think a majority (laughs) of the comedians are. I think a majority kind of have that that thing. But I do think you can also learn it. I think there are people that can be really smart, and then if they put that writing towards the comedic bent, I think they could probably pull it off. Okay. Um, it may not, it may, you know, and you, you, see, you see guys like that. They just technically, they just do it. But I think a majority uh, are born that way. Yeah, and I, I tend, tend to agree with you. I think there's certain things that, you know, uh, external triggers that, you know, there you are in an environment and, and whatever it is, the situation, and you just yeah. find instinctually the funny in just about any situation, whereas, right. and that's the inherent part of it, right, where, where yeah. other people um, have to kind of figure that out on their own and, and kind right. of analyze it and maybe overanalyze it as opposed to just inherently saying what they think comes off the top of their, their head, and it just happens yeah. to be funny. So yeah. just, you know, observation. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that there's also that there's also, whether they're written or just natural, I think there's 
there is a thing that's just kind of inherent that you, from early on, you just see things as pretty ridiculous. <laughs> you don't really right. take that many things that seriously. And uh, no, that seems no. to be a common denominator. Did you did you try to to make people laugh at an early age? I, the reason I asked that is I was someone, uh, and again, uh, I, I I I did a very small amount of I did improv and I did stand up. I I tried to to do so, um, but but the thing was, it all came from a thing of trying to make like my parents' friends laugh. I, I was mm-hmm. seeking them to get their approval and their their laughter, and for some reason that not to say that I wasn't trying to be a class clown, but I just wanted to ask: was this or these experiences that are shared. I mean, do you do you find that you know other comedians say, yeah, you know, I was trying to make my parents laugh. If I can make my parents' friends laugh, or I can make my parents laugh, that was a big deal for me. You know, being oh, a yeah. kid. As a kid, you always want to be noticed. You're this little person walking around. Everyone's bigger than you. Everyone's got keys and money, and are drinking <laughs> things that you can't have. And then <laughs> to relate, and then to use humor to relate to them and get them to laugh. That's a huge thing. All of a sudden, you're accepted into that adult world. And, uh, yeah, I used to do the same thing. Okay. So I just wanted to see if it was just me or it was, you know, other people, you know, of your stature and uh, of your uh, success had, uh, you know, experienced that as well. Um, Yeah, it's never just you. (laughs) (laughs) But can't I just say that, Tom? Wouldn't that that suffice sometimes? (laughs) Never just you. Um, No, 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 it's true. So getting back to Jerry, how did you meet up with Jerry? And then, and then, and, and the second part of that question is, and then sync the marriage ref gig. He you can came to the he came to the clubs in New York after he was done with his TV show, and yeah. I was at the clubs working out, and he just okay. saw me, and we had a similar sense of humor, and we started, you know, all the guys he used to hang with were gone. He didn't. There was no one left at the clubs that he came up with. They were all out of there, so it was just a bunch of young guys and. You know, I guess for him it was who can I who can I tolerate? <laughs> who can I stick with the way I used to with my old buddies? And I used to, and Colin, I Quinn was, Colin Quinn was around. Colin Colin was kind of the uh, the connector between myself as one of the younger comics and Jerry. And Colin was friends with both of us. And then the three of us just started hanging out more and more. And um, Colin always says that he's he should take all the credit for my success, but. He really, I, he really did very little. <laughs> so we just started so, hanging yeah. out, and and then I uh, yeah. started going on the road with Jerry and and uh, and working. Excellent. And then you know when he, when he came up, he came up with the idea for the marriage dress. And you know it's a it's a comedy show based about real life stuff, and that's what my act is about. So if he had chosen anyone else to host it, he would have lost a friend. <laughs> so I think he realized he, he had no choice. Right, <laughs> it was destiny. Um, yeah. So so and then and then that kind of gives me this this question. It begs this question, and I don't know. I would imagine some, uh, you know, comedic agent has come and come to you guys and asked you this a million times to do it. Um, what is your feeling about the king of? series of comedy tours and, and you like them, you don't like them. Would it be something that you and Jerry and, you know, I mean, or you and other comedians that you like uh, would do or consider? I mean, have, I, and I know you don't want to, you know, uh, offend anybody or put anybody down who's done those because they're, you know, they're big tours, but I just, just wanted to know what your thought was from a comedian. What do you mean? Like the tours where a couple different headliners go out together? 
Yeah, exactly. The King Love comedies, um, the King, the, you know. I yeah. think it all comes down to, I think it really honestly comes down to how many tickets you can sell on your own. And there's, you know, it's, Jerry is like one of those guys that is a complete freak that he comes into town. I'm in Albuquerque right now. We're doing a show tomorrow night. Right. And he puts it up for sale and he sells out a 2,000 seat place immediately. And, right. You know, and he's he's one of the biggest stars we have. And there's a lot of guys, myself included, where you come in and tell people you're coming to Albuquerque and you'll sell a bunch of tickets and then you got to keep working it and get on the radio and get all the stuff. And it's, you know, it's Absolutely. hard to break through and get and get people to do it. So if you can team up with someone that's, that's like you and now you've just doubled the amount of tickets you'll sell, uh, you know, I think it kind of makes sense. You know, it's got to be okay. a right fit for me. I haven't done it. I haven't right. done it. And but I, if it was the right guy with the right fit, I I might consider it. Like a gas if, if they were cool with taking ten percent of the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any com- comedians that are listening out there, you know, you're making ten percent, dude. It's like you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to come out and not make much money, I'm your guy. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, wave the flag. Um. So let me ask you about wine. You know, I know I'm going to get through this whole show, and typically, you know, someone like yourself, I'm going to be so fascinated by asking all the, com- the comedic questions, and I'm never going to get to a question about wine, and now I'm going to get a million emails. Like, Steve, that was a great show. However, we don't know anything about what Tom drinks. So, Tom, um, yes, here's my question. What, what wine do you enjoy drinking the most? I drink mostly Cabernets. Okay. And... um you know, it's funny at the Laugh Factory in uh, in L.A. Jamie, the owner of the club, uh, we are always there's this great wine. If you ever been that, out to that that club, right next door is this place called Greenblatt's, which is this deli, basically yes, an old I'm Jewish, yeah, an old Jewish deli that has this crazy yep. good, very eclectic wine department, and <laughs> that's like in half of it, and then the half is the, this Jewish deli. And Dom Irera and myself and a couple of the other comics, every time we go in there, you know you're going to open a bottle of wine and sit with Jamie. And he actually just put in a, it's not a wine, uh, it's, I don't even know, if it's like one of those freestanding kind of the temperature control things. Sure, like, like, sure, sure. You know, it's like, cop, I don't know, a bunch of racks. Because, he wants, yeah. And he wants to put... A, he wants each comic to have that drinks wine with them to have their own shelf <laughs> and put our and put our stuff up there. And uh, one wine that I've uh, been drinking lately when I go in there is uh, do you know the wine, the Prisoner? I do. It's a great wine. It's a great wine. It, where's that? Where's that come from? I'm kind of short on, on details of what I drink, but no problem. Or Swift is the name of the uh, uh, um, wine company or the vineyard or. Uh, uh-huh. and, and the Prisoner actually is a blend uh, right. made with it, uh, and it has, uh, it has some Zinfandel in it. It's, it's, it tends wow. to be a little bit more Zin-based, but it also has Cab in it, you know, and it happens to be a, uh, a really popular, um, great American, uh, in, you know, Napa Valley, per se, uh, California blend. So 
you, you, you picked a good one. And the thing I just wanted to say is you probably know you have arrived if you have your own shelf in Greenblatt's, uh, you know, Eurocave there. I would think that, you know. <laughs> well, you it's have, not in uh, Greenblatt's. It's, good. it's in the Laugh Factory. It's a laugh factor. Excuse me. I, yeah. Right. I, I, think, I, I think that's what all comedians are, are going for. It's like, hey, listen, you know, I could get the, the you know, the main stage, or I can get my 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 shelf. Right. Decisions, decisions. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm sure you're going to answer this as uh, your favorite comedian alive or dead is going to be potentially George Carlin. Yeah. Okay, so and and by by the way of miracle, I always ask this question, which is going to go back to the same thing. I'm probably going to get the same answer. But if you could perform for anyone in the world, alive or dead, tomorrow, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> this could be Jesus um, coming. Alive or dead? Alive or dead? I would, mythical. Say, I would say. Uh, you know, Christian. It could be a character of your own creation. Oh, I'm kidding. Um, you know, it would be great to go up in front of like the great classic comedians. Is right. the first thing I think of, like to go up in front of like a George Burns or oh, sure. a Jack Benny or someone like that. But that might that might almost be like too much pressure and <laughs> and be an awful show. Um, right. You know. Yeah. But, no, like, I hate that. But, like, George Burns was supposedly such a great audience for comedians. Like, if Jack Benny could make George Burns laugh, he would, he could just make him laugh and he would just fall on the ground. And, you know, Seinfeld's similar to that. Like, if you can make him laugh, he really gives it up. He'll be on his knee and he'll be pounding on the ground. And uh, so to see, like, if you could actually make George Burns laugh would be a pretty cool thing to try. Interesting. And, you know, it's funny because you're, you're essentially the first comedian that I've actually had on the show to ask, and to ask that question of. So, it's, I mean, this is a starting point for me right. uh, you know, <laughs> as I move on. And hopefully you tell your um, comedic friends about the show. Um, yeah, so that I have, that'd be cool because then I can have, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, uh, uh, incorporate a variety of different types of guests on. What from, are you doing you know, in Florida? Oh, uh, lots of time. Um, no, what I'm doing here, uh, the, I've lived here. I was a New Yorker. Moved. So let me just get the couch out. I'll lay down and tell you the information. So back in third grade, it basically, no, um, no I really, I really, I moved, I moved here from New York, as most people do of the Jewish faith, many, many years ago. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically, I'm doing this, uh, you know, wine consultant and, 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 and NBC. Hey, I'm on the same network. As, as you are um, doing uh, this wine segment, basically they have all the uh, the NBC um, news anchors and 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 people down here go yeah, out to right. a variety of different restaurants. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm doing. We do that and, and writing and all that kind of stuff. Wow, that's I feel great. like I'm I'm you know, my own show. <laughs> this is great. Um, <laughs> that's that's great. awesome, Tom. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, the other questions I was going to ask you, actually I had some email questions here for you. Some people are, that are coming in here with questions. So from uh, around the, um, the, the, I would say the nation now, usually I get them from around the globe, but I'm getting them from around the nation here. So let's see what I got here for you. Um, this one is from, oh, the first one is from Karen uh, Yorkos, 83, from Keene, New Hampshire. It says, I see a great show. Hey, ask Tom... Does he prefer doing the marriage ref and TV to stand up? Thanks. 
I think I know the answer to that one. <laughs> Say that again? Do you prefer doing um, the marriage ref and TV to doing stand-up? Uh, that was no. the question. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, love that, I love the TV and film and all that, which is always fun to do and it's fun to see yourself on TV, but as a sure. pure performing thing. And it's also good because it drives people to my live shows. But the right. process of standing on stage and doing your own thing and your own act in front of people and sharing those nights, that that's for me that's the ultimate. It's so funny because like in show business people kind of look at movies as the ultimate. And I think it it's the ultimate as far as reaching people and having uh kind of an impact in, in a large global kind of way. But right. for me but for me a live comedy show is just, I think, the highest form of, of entertainment. I mean, when people come to these shows and they sit there and they laugh every 20 to 30 seconds for two hours, and they walk out of there, that, that is a real, real experience. And it's the, same for the, guy, and it's the same for the guy on stage. I, we're feeling it the same way that you are in the audience. And I don't know, I haven't found any experience that's, that matches it, so... Stand up. I agree a thousand percent. I have to tell you. Um, the and and I just had a quick question because I have another e- email question. I'm gonna try to get this in. But um, okay. were you the type that was nervous walking up to the stage and then completely comfortable when you were on the stage, or was or did you feel that that nerve you know the nerves all the way through? In the beginning, it was all the way through. I was always confident. To get up there, but it was definitely heightened and and nerve wracking. Um, I think I think the whole experience just gets less and less nerve wracking as you go through the years of it. Right. But there wasn't like oh, it's, if I was freaked out before, I'd be freaked out on even when you're even when they're laughing and you're fake smiling. <laughs> you're fake smiling. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right, the next one is from Rain It In. 777 from Oyster Bay, New York, and it says, Tom, I love the new concept for the marriage ref. What is Jerry like? Thank you. Well, I just want to thank <laughs> Rain It In, 777 from Oyster Bay. <laughs> what is Jerry like? Well, that's like a, a I mean, that's a, I'm sure a loaded question. Yeah, he's an awful man. He's terrible. <laughs> he is, uh, he throws things around the office. He walks around in his underwear all day long. Um, <laughs> he just throws food at all the interns. He's really unlike anything you would you ever see on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! I love that. Um, well, so so I'm 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 kind of coming towards the latter part, uh, almost the end, middle kind of part of the show. So what I wanted to do, well, we're actually close to the end of the show. So what I wanted to do, Tom, I want to ask: other than your tour and the show, uh, are there any events, upcoming appearances, news? you'd like to let my listeners know about? I mean, I know they've got the, the website to go to, so I assume you'd be all up there, but anything you wanted to get out there into the ether and uh, the world? Yeah, well, the biggest thing right now for the summer is my live shows in the Marriage Ref, which is on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern all summer long. And um, yeah. it's a really great show, and we're having a great time with it. And then I'm going out and doing live dates. I've got, I'm in uh, Albuquerque tomorrow night and Colorado Springs, and then head off to Washington, D.C. next weekend at the Improv. And, you know, if you follow me on Twitter at Tom Papa, I always give updates of where I'm coming and uh, hopefully I'll 
be cruising up by a city near you. That's what I was going to ask. Oh, you know when you moved down here in Florida, South Florida at all? Um, I was this year. I was actually, I actually might be in September in the uh, Fort Lauderdale area. Excellent. So yeah. I, and I just wanted to, to know, because I'll most definitely be at the show, and I'll make sure that everybody else knows about it and get a, a groundswell of people, you know. Um, That'd be great. Tom, I mean, I really appreciate that's that's all the time I have. I, I want to thank you for being my guest tonight. I want to, I appreciate you giving my listeners such great insight into your world, and uh, th- thanks for everything. Yeah, thank you. It's, I'm glad we finally connected. Excellent, excellent. And uh, like I said, tell your friends about it so uh, I can have some more comedians on here to uh, to talk yeah. about. All right, sounds great. Take care. Thanks again, Tom. Be well. Right. Take care. Well, that was Tom Papa, and I want to thank him for uh, being on the show tonight. I want to thank everybody that listened in. I want to thank everyone that emailed their questions. Um, Again, on the hit show, uh, The Marriage Ref, Sunday nights, uh, check that out on NBC. Uh, Check your local listings for time. And um, I want to make sure everybody knows that I have a wine dinner coming up here locally. Uh, It's at uh, the Pizza Time Restaurant. It'll be on August 28th. It's four-course dinner with select wines, $50 per person. Uh, it'll include a raffle uh, for a chance to win a great bottle of wine. Uh, fantastic food. Uh, go to my website. I'll have that up on the site for you, or you can also go to Pizza Time. It'll be www.pizzatimecs.com and check out all the information about it. Well, that's the show. I want to thank everybody and as I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stu the Wine Guru. Drink up and good night.